Hey everyone, welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast, the perfect podcast for single player gamers to find out about good single player games to play and to meet dope people playing good single player games. My guest today is a fantastic composer. He's been the composer for video games, films, TVs. You might know some of his projects like Final Space VR, The Rescue. You also have Final Space Seasons 1 through 3 on Cartoon Network and no man is an island he's done it a lot it's i'd be here all day listening to his imdb at this point but my guest today is the a magnificent composer known as andrew godwin the the golden composer so andrew how you doing today good how are you doing sebastian i'm doing fine i'm doing fine thanks you so much for being on the show for the people who may not know you, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Sure. I am a composer in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, write for lots of different things, as Sebastian mentioned, um, and also play lots of strange instruments, um, <laughs> mainly wind instruments, flutes. Uh, but guitar is actually my first instrument. I did the the whole rock band thing and then moved into composing. But um, yeah, just love video games and movies and making music for them. So I I want to preference this. You you did something really awesome lately, like recently, and you went to GDC for the very first time. What was that experience like going to GDC? It was big. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a one way. It, I was told that it would be uh, a lot and kind of overwhelming, um, it, and it was, but in a, in a in a good way. Um, it was it was amazing to meet so many different people. Um, who did similar things or at least understood um it, it was really great to be around so many people who understood what you did you know or had an interest um and you all share this interest of, of video games and um you know tons of people i talked to that were playing the same game that had come out um and you could just talk forever you know it was, <laughs> it was great so for the people who don't know what gdc is can you recap what what generally the the convention is for them Sure. So it, it's a giant conference for um, indie game developers, um, but also um, audio, the audio side. So lots of composers and sound designers and voice actors um, come as well. And you can go and just hang out with people. And and there's different like tons of different meetups and, and parties and groups every night. Um, but during the day, they have talks that you can um, get a certain pass for so you can go and do hear the audio talks or talks about you know making video games and coding or publishing um, there's just a huge array of talks um, to go to and learn so there's a kind of a learning aspect to it as well as the community um, but you can do both or you can just pick one um, <laughs> it's, uh, it, people do different things so that's really cool so you went as a composer for the very first time like was this also your first time in San Francisco? Yes, it was. Yes. So it was a whole new thing, like, you know, new city, new, new area, new, you know, <laughs> but I survived. So it was good. So what'd you think of the Bay Area? It was the, the first day it was really, really stormy and mm -hmm. so bad that the, all the Uber drivers were telling me this never happens or I haven't seen this in 30 years. Um, so that was kind of a welcome, but after that, it was just gorgeous weather. Um, I actually got sunburned a little bit. What? <laughs> Not enough to get, you know, sunny enough to get sunburned, uh, but like really great weather for being outside and kind of walking around. So 
That's great. So do you think you'll go back outside of GDC? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm not a, like, I, I don't mind, uh, you know, going to a big city for, for an event kind mm -hmm. of thing, but it's not necessarily, I, I, I'm much rather I guess be like hiking or somewhere more like uh natural kind of area thing. So I could just say that. So. so what were some of the big um, takeaways of things you learned at GDC as a composer? Yeah. Still processing a lot of that. <laughs> um, just, you know, just doing the work and, and realizing that all these people who are working on bigger games or have been doing it for longer, you know, they're very talented. I, I don't want to discount that, but in, in a lot of ways, they're they're just the same. They're just people with families and they're trying to make a living um, and they, they need help as well. And and those things are just really good to to understand. Um, especially if you've not been to a bigger event um, with a lot of different people who do the thing that you do. Um, there's a lot that you can gain from that. It's something that I think, you know, if I can um, make it happen, it's pretty important to do at least once a year um, just to kind of kind of reset, essentially. So now that's pretty cool. Did you um? so did you get to experience any like jam sessions or anything like that from different composers? There, were, there was a little section where people could play instruments um, on, on the floor at one point. It was kind of funny. People were uh, at one point were jamming. I think it was Dire Dire Ducks. And these like these like it was at that time it was mostly like younger uh, people. They were over there jamming on Dire Dire Ducks. It was really mm -hmm. funny. That's really cool. Yeah, it's just but that's the that's the place that that kind of stuff happens. Um, I I never I have I don't know if I'd felt more outnerded than I had there. Really, <laughs> I I felt like I knew nothing compared to a lot of people on on certain like I, I would consider nerdy topics. Um, so that was that was really interesting to be around. <laughs> that you almost felt like it was like you're the band geek of your local town, and then you go to a bigger city, and you're like, oh, I I am. A novice compared to all these other kids yeah yeah like here. i play all these instruments and most people yeah. i talk to they've never even heard of them they don't you know they just don't know anything it's not their thing and you go there and there's people who who have been doing the same thing but like for 30 years <laughs> you know that's so really really cool to, to be around so um you mentioned there was like different kind of workshops um what was some of the workshops you attended sure um i only attended one because i bought a a certain level of pass mm -hmm. uh, I, I was told that that's probably a good idea the first time at least you if you buy um the the workshop passes are a lot more expensive um so i just got the expo pass which allows you to go to the floor and see all the games all that type of stuff you can go to the game awards and a couple other events um so, but I did get a pass to get into one. It was on um, sound, uh, like music implementation for Need for Speed. What? How, was what was cool. it like? It was cool. They were just talking about how they would um, move from like a menu with the song playing to keep you like interested. And then they would bring it down a certain way and then bring the music back in when the race started to like ramp up the energy again. You know, so it's like they want to keep you interested on the menu and kind of keep you hyped a bit and then but they've got to bring it down somehow so that when the race starts you get like a sense of like a ramp up essentially oh that's cool it's almost like a crescendo like yeah okay. they also had a bunch of um lots of 
places where you drive by and people are having like you know hangouts outside and they're playing music and they had it implemented a certain way so it would feel like their party was already going when you pass by mm -hmm. um you kind of hear a bit of that music as you went you know through that area to kind of add the atmosphere of it it's really um, cool how they like made sound feel like the world is more lived in yeah yeah it was like these tricks of like it, it's like the song their their trick there it seemed to be that the when you come towards it the music is already playing you know it's already part way through the song and it would be like different every time that you you know passed a crowd so it's not like it's starting the same on the same downbeat every time you know they would kind of have it set up to be random a bit that'd be really cool so you mentioned you got to go on the show floor what was the show floor like huge uh it was so big it was so big that somebody posted a picture of a like a half pipe and people skating mm -hmm. and i never saw that what <laughs> <laughs> i that's that's how that's how big there was a huge section for more uh like student games and indie games and then there was kind of like the you know the triple a section mm -hmm. um and then there's a bunch of like different like technology companies like one uh, was making like glasses that you wear that have basically instead of looking at a screen you just wear the glasses and they had like a uh, setup for um you could play like mario kart on it mm -hmm. that's really it cool incredible it was really cool so there's a lot, a lot you know really interesting stuff like that for sound or like speaker demonstrations uh, lots of ven uh, vendors are giving out different types of food and tons of free t-shirts and um i uh i didn't check out as much of that because mainly i was just there to to meet people and mm -hmm. the they weren't there <laughs> like they were <laughs> like you kind of bump into somebody every now and then there but mainly it was like you would uh message someone or see someone and meet up and then you go meet a group and then you you know go off from there um so i i didn't spend as much time as i kind of would like to have had more time to spend down there but it was like well you know i'd rather go hang out with this person or meet up with this group than look at this I demo you know I, I get mean? it completely. It's a lot that, of that was, that was what I was there for. You know, mainly was to try to to meet other people. So I get completely. Yeah, I went to PAX East recently, and it's a net. It's basically a networking event, just like just like what you described. Yeah. Especially on our side of the fence, where you're just trying to meet other creators and other people to kind of get feedback, and also just also just talk to you know introduce yourself yeah. and network a bit. So I completely understand that. Did you? What was the coolest thing you saw on the show floor other than the goggles? Man, um, I, I would have. Well, I got to test out the PSVR two. Uh -huh. But I played Call of the Mountain because they had like a limited amount of tickets every day and mm -hmm. they were gone in like, they said like one to two minutes. Like uh -huh. there was a mad rush every day to get there to get these tickets to get in. It was free. You just had to get a, a voucher or whatever. But I did get to try like an eye tracking demo um, and another um, game where you kind of like make potions and do different things. Is um, it Potionomics? But, uh no no it wasn't that i i I've, i'm blanking on the name of it there's like six different potion games that came out recently yeah yeah but that, that was it was it was one year it was a, definitely a, a kid's game and you're in a lab and you just make four different things together oh. and make potions. but it, it was really incredible to just see how the eye tracking worked and how uh intuitive it was you know you instantly kind of were able to do it um and it like the controls felt really nice and the headset adjusted really easily. This is comparative to 
uh, me owning a MetaQuest 2, and it's like, I didn't buy any of the third-party stuff, so it's really difficult to get on, and somebody else has mm -hmm. had it on, and you're sitting there spending like 10 minutes trying to get it adjusted, and it's still blurry, and you know, PS4 <laughs> 2 was just like, click, click, you know. And go about your business, basically. Yeah, and it's just, it's really nice, so, I mean, it's, you know, it costs to the premium <laughs> for that, but... Mm -hmm. Um, so do you like your meta quest too yes i i've i've enjoyed it overall like i just wish it was more easier to like set up like i avoid it a lot because mm -hmm. i'm like, man i'm tired i don't want to deal with setting it up and I, I, start, like, I just i just click a button on my tv and it turns on and i start playing ps5 you know so it's like <laughs> i i think we'll we'll get more more used to it. but every time i do spend the time and set it up and start to play i'm like oh this is so cool you know <laughs> <laughs> Um, I get that. I get I'm that. waiting to play Moss too. That, that's the next one I really want to play on there. Um, oh yeah, that that looks intriguing. Um, it's for PSVR too as well. Yeah, they have it. Yeah, they have it on there as well. Yeah, but I'll I'll have to do the do the meta quest until um I get rich and can own a PS. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe it's five hundred dollars the same price as a console? Basically, yeah, yeah, that's incredible. That's... By the time you get that and like the charging and you get a game mm -hmm. and you're up to like almost seven with taxes like you're up oh. to almost like seven hundred dollars you know that's ridiculous that's why i've avoided it you know yeah. it's like that's i i got other things to save for fortunately <laughs> i understand completely so uh before we get back to gdc i want to ask you what's been your your best meta quest game so far that you played man um Besides the one I worked on, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I would say Moss Book One, like oh, that, so that. Just I, I played a lot of different demos, um, and some different games, and really enjoyed them. But that one, I just didn't expect the kind of reversing of instead of you feeling like small in a big space, it was the other way around where you were big and everything was small, and it was like, you know, playing as a kid looking at like a lego set or something you're kind of like peeking around it and looking inside mm -hmm. it was just such a cool idea and there was so much heart to it and it was so you know just fun um a great little story um so that one that one just really shocking i could kind of see i think i was thinking in my head man i would love to see like the uh like the snes zelda but like in this style yeah know? that'd be really like, cool still like you're looking it's like think of like octopath 3 but it's like you're like looking around the thing in vr instead you oh know? that'd be really cool like that'd I... be such a cool like perspective for uh for rpg games to kind of move forward especially like turn-based mm, that'd be really cool especially like can you imagine like zelda minish cap like the yes one exactly like, something <laughs> like that yeah like that would just be so cool i, I there's so many ideas they could do especially like a zelda game being more puzzle based mm -hmm. um you know, you could have all these crazy ways to solve puzzles. So that'd be really cool. I bet you'd be eager to do the soundtrack for that kind of. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that'd be all of it. So anybody is gonna do that? Uh, call me up. I'm happy to work with you. That's amazing. So uh, going back to GEC, this is your first um, event. Like you walk through those doors of the convention, the convention hall. What was it like? Uh. Well, be, being that I've been to GameSoundCon at least before then, I was a little used to the showing up in a completely different city where you technically don't really know anyone mm -hmm. and just be like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> so I, I kind of knew, I kind of got it. It took me a while to get into it again. And I'm realizing that's something that I'll have to 
to deal with is it's it's weird like normally in life you you don't really go to just like a, a random restaurant or bar and just start introducing yourself to people but that's what's expected there like yeah. everybody is there to do that and everybody there basically does something that's related to what you enjoy so it's pretty easy to carry on a conversation um and usually it's just like if you can meet somebody that you do know roughly or just somebody from twitter um, that can be really helpful to kind of get over that first. You kind of got to like just randomly say hi to some, one person, you know, and mm -hmm. then once you get over that, you're like, oh, hey, they were pretty nice. And then you just like, it's a spark it starts going crazy. Yeah. Then it's like every time you're in line, you're getting coffee, you're just like, hey, you know, you never know who in the world you'll meet, you know, people that, uh, you know, are on your level or just starting out or have worked on big games, um, you know, and it's like everybody's there to meet people and, and and just have fun you know for the most part so yeah for sure um but yeah it was uh that i think it's i i saw once on on twitter someone said well the first time i went to a big event i met like two or three people you mm -hmm. know like i really like gelled with is what they said and they were like the next time i met more people and it's just kind of like once you know a few then you can meet up with them and you know maybe they'll introduce you to somebody and then it like keeps going from there it just takes um you know some consistency i guess yeah that's you know, snowball effect a couple events you know to kind of get it's just like any community you go and you don't know anyone you meet one person and then it you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a snowball effect for sure so i gotta ask did you get to play anything while you were there i know you were doing a lot of networking yeah i not much <laughs> i played the uh, horizon demo uh, not horizon demo a uh an eye tracking demo for the psvr2 and that was really other than playing the switch on those glasses um i just kind of um walked around really uh, i feel you <laughs> no, it sounds weird it's just it's just i i did i played one um and it, it's there was so much i, I can't remember that it was like a narrative game it was really interesting um it was a, a company and that's all they do is narrative games oh, that's um, amazing that, that was really interesting but yeah it just i, I just it, it felt weird even playing that because i was i was somewhere and i was so present and mm -hmm. meeting all these people and it was just so weird to just try to focus in on a game you know in the middle of all this this you know madness so um i don't know i, I yeah i just didn't play that much honestly did you like cool stuff you know did you take any musical instruments with you? I did not. <laughs> I, I was just so concerned about the plane and uh, being in a weird, you know, like nobody else did either. Mm -hmm. um, I know some people went to a music store and bought some stuff. Um, but as I know, nobody really brought anything. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was going to be like, a, you know, you're going to constantly see like people jamming out or yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah a little a little more boring that way but you know that's fun though so you know you don't have to name drop anybody specifically but did you meet anyone that made you go to like starstruck so to speak yes yeah, so there were there were several people that um i admire that i got to at least say hi to briefly or maybe just kind of sit in on a conversation um and that that's really amazing and inspiring um to just kind of hear how they do things or how they think about things um if you go if you do get the passes for the talks um you know there are opportunities after the talks 
to speak with people. And a lot of times they are gracious enough to hang out for a long time after the talk mm -hmm. and, and speak with everyone who's interested. Um, so that can be a really great way to, to kind of meet people. Um, but yeah, that, that's a really nice part is it's like if you're interested in doing something and you can be around people who've been doing it for longer um, or even they just do a similar thing, you can just learn so much um, for that experience. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I want to pivot a little bit and talk about a game that you and I have kind of dove into just a little bit this year. And that's Octopath Traveler 2 because you've been playing a lot of it and I want to hear your thoughts. Have you? Is this your first um, experience with the Octopath Traveler series, or did you play the first one? I played the first one, yes. Mm -hmm. so, so love, love the first one, yeah. So comparatively, do you prefer the first or the second one? I would say that the second one is everything that was good about number one, but just they've dialed it in better. Like the stories are dialed in better. The uh, the, the dungeon areas are not every time it's a cave. That's what I felt like the first one. Every time it was like, you go to town, something's going down. We got to go to the cave to make it right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you come back. And, uh, and this one is, is much more uh, like I've been on a ship. I've been in a mansion, of course, was another one there. But like I've been on several different things that I didn't expect. Um, they, they've really like been a lot more varied in how they did that. Um yeah, the environment. That that's one yeah, of the yeah, things yeah. that Yeah, that's one of the things I got out of it as well because like like you said though, I was kind of tired of the mundane like cave atmosphere from the first one. <laughs> so it's a really it's a good palate cleanser to have that like like varied um locales to kind of like explore and, and interact with as opposed to just the cave over and over again. So in this game, you're playing with eight different adventurers. Do you have a favorite adventure so far? Man, I think I think probably Hikari. Just he's just a cool. He's a war. I always go for the warrior person. Like he's a cool warrior. He's got like all the the cool Asian music, uh, you know, and all his stories. Um, so that that's been, yeah, that's that's usually what I uh, I go for as far as like my core character. He's it's so cool though. Um, I really like that. I really like the way like his move set works as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with his all his I'm still trying to wrap my head around some of the some of the battle stuff, but it's it's so good. I love it. I really do. Yeah, especially considering I mean, you also have to memorize like the order of weaknesses in the game. So it's a it's a lot of a it's a bit of a learning curve in the game. Yeah, so like how do you want to set up with all the the latent powers and the 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 boost points mm -hmm. um and and kind of like work that out um yeah, like it, it's it's cool. Like I've been cheating and like going into higher level areas to like. You know, <laughs> it's like a I was like a level level twenty nine and I was like wandering around in a level forty five area trying to see how many battles I could I could win. You know, squeak out those those battles like, in order to like level yeah, up yeah, super yeah, fast. Yeah. I don't know. I just that's just, I just have fun. Like I'm not really like I know that at the end of the game, if I really want to challenge, they have special bosses that are going to be, you know, near impossible no matter what. You know i've done during the course of the game so i just really enjoy mostly those kind of games i really enjoy the music and just the the story and, and how those play out oh gotcha gotcha so at, who's your favorite companions though in the game like what uh so far i've been using um throne or i think it's how you pronounce her name mm -hmm. um 
Oswald, Hikari, and then Timonos. Oh, Those so are kind good. of the main ones, that, the party that I run so far. But I, I'm I'm like, I'm starting to do like the chapter threes of some of the characters. So I'm still early on. Like GDC hit me over the head and then mm-hmm. finally got to it. <laughs> Once I got, got rested and got everything squared away. Um, so I'm, I'm still a little bit early, I guess. You know, I know I'm into several people who've already finished it, you know, so uh i've been mostly using uh, um throne um i believe it's timino timinos okay yeah timinos i believe yeah the cleric guy i've been um him and then um agina agina i believe yeah 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 yeah. the dancer uh oh so good i spent i spent a lot of time leveling her up just so i could um you know kind of round out my stealing capabilities in towns yeah, because they just give it to you. They <laughs> really do. do it. If she can do it, there's no risk. You know, if she just has to be at a certain level. Because they, they, they yeah. always say it's like she's kind of, um, you know, I don't know, smooth talking them or something. And they're like, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're dancing so nice. Sure, you can just have this. You know, it's that kind of, you know, humor, I guess, that they go through. So that's that's fun. Uh, oh, funny, like- funny enough, the um, some of the music. If you watch the credits at the end, I've seen several people post, but some of the music was actually recorded in Nashville, Tennessee. What? That's so cool. I thought that was really cool. That's Being really like cool. A Japanese game. Do you um uh, do you know where this which studio was? It was at um Oceanway. Oh, okay. That's really cool. Like Team um Asenio, the one the game the creators of the game, they've become really in depth with like the pixel art style and then like the music of the game. And I I think combat in this game is a lot better than the first one as well. It feels more streamlined. Yeah, yeah. And the first game it almost felt grindy. And this one it kind of like feels like it's still that same you know turn based action game, but like it feels like the the like the turns all feel quicker. They feel more responsive. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nice having. Um, I I like having it on the faster speed as well. It's mm-hmm. just, it just does feel more intense, I guess. Um, you know, I mean, when you when you really, you know, use an attack, it's like, it happens really fast, but it feels more powerful that way. In a way, it's just it's just fun. I love it. So it does. I think my my favorite aspect about the game overall is the travel banter that kind of pops up. Yeah, little side yeah. chats. I, I love, love that. Those. It's got, I guess it's their way of doing, you know, what uh, it's like the, I, I, it's, you know, similar newer thing in like Final Fantasy 15 and, and the 7 remake. I noticed, you know, they have tons of like, you're just walking around, you know, uh, searching for stuff and people are making comments and that's kind of their way to do that in the game. Yeah, it feels so, natural. Yeah. It feels natural. I like that. So, Andrew, you've been working on a lot of different things lately, creating a lot of different music, like... And what what have you been working on that you can talk about? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Absolutely no, nothing. Yeah, like I I have I have some stuff coming up. I think in a, a week or two. Um, That's exciting. It, it, there's a lot. Of, it, it's just kind of like one of those periods. So I've been just focusing on like I went. I was able to go to GDC, no problem. Um, doing lots of recording. I'm working on a cover song. Just some different things that I wanted to do, but didn't have you know wouldn't have time during a project um so with all these projects coming out like how exciting is it man to see like all this like you're about to like see all the hard work just like pay off yeah yeah so there there will be lots of really um 
cool things, you know, in a in a year or two when that whenever that has. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I kind of went through a period of it, you know, with the with the show and um, with the VR game. It was really, really, really cool. Um, and and then you've got to go and you know work on more projects. That's yeah, kind of like cycles that happen. I, I know that you know at some composers, you look at them you're like, how do they do two movies in a game and another game this whole year? It's like because they didn't do it in a year; they did it in the past four years. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been working the whole time and not really have anything released. Yeah, um, it just feels different. Kind of like a, a, a release season that happens, you know, and then you can go back into like working on stuff again. So that's fun. That's fun. It's a, it's it's very much like you're burrowed into your hole for a little bit, and then you pop out when all your all your stuff is starting to come out. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. So Andrew, before we go, I got two questions for you. And then my first question is: You're about to play Horizon Burning Shore, Burning Isles the dlc to horizon forbidden west how excited are you for that game very very excited uh to see what all the cool stuff they've done with it i heard they've done a lot of upgrades um really excited to hear hopefully some new music mm-hmm. um so that, that'll be really, really exciting and i'm torn because i'm still playing octopath so <laughs> <laughs> you better finish off i'm like i'm getting my backlog is just getting you know really deep somebody uh a, a good friend bought me um uh death stranding because I, I kept saying I, I wanted to play that so that's in the backlog and then we're gonna get hit with zelda and then final fantasy 16 and then <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just gonna keep getting <laughs> well did you um beat horizon forbidden west yes i finished that yeah okay okay gotcha gotcha i you know like i wasn't gonna ask this uh, because i i didn't really think about it until now but like do you think silas will still be in the uh, in burning shores <sighs> I guess it depends on how they feel about it. If yeah. they feel like it, it it's um one of those things where uh they can do it respectfully. Mm-hmm. You know, um I don't know. I mean, some people it's a tricky situation Yeah, it's too. like it's like legal. He knows what the legal thing is behind that. Um you know, it, I, I think as far as like fans, I think people would really love to uh see him for a bit in mm-hmm. it. Know, and and just have that i think that would be really really cool um but i guess i guess always i guess i always question that stuff it's just you know because they're making something to make money mm-hmm. you know, but it's like you know you want to be respectful to to people and and they're his family i don't know how they feel about it you know yeah for uh, sure for sure yeah i i would i think it would be cool like if they had um stuff already or they were able to add a couple things in um because I'm sure that that person was going to be a part of the story. I don't know. Because, like, in yeah. the, if, like, spoilers for Horizon Forbidden West, everyone, but, like, his story almost seemed wrapped up in, in the end of, like, the last game. If, like, his trajectory and the way he was heading versus, like, the way the new threat and what was coming and such like that, it almost feels like he wasn't going to be a major part of it anymore, if he was at all, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, you know, it'd be... It's to me like I don't know if they, you know, had already recorded lines for him to like maybe be in it, or maybe they do like a tribute statue, like similar to what they did in Destiny for yeah, him. That, that might be yeah, cool. Like do something, um, you know, like a, a side quest or like you said, some type of thing that mm-hmm. you know to kind of put put him in the game. That would be really neat. 
yeah or maybe it's just the you wait until the third game considering they were probably already like wrapping up a lot of the burning shores content by the yeah. time that news broke yeah yeah for sure for sure did you watch john wick uh the new one yeah, I mean, like any of them have are you a John oh yeah Wick yeah fan? yeah i've seen yeah i've seen them all i haven't i've have not seen, uh, the new one i'll have to wait till it comes out to to rent but um yeah i'm excited to see that one it's good it's good i'm not gonna spoil anything but it's pretty good but um yeah my last question though for you is like you've been playing a lot of games recently octopath horizon what's been your favorite soundtrack and video games lately man yeah it's gonna it's gonna go to octopath chain echoes was that's what i played right before oh, that. so good that was great i i love that i've been learning the the different uh little flute parts and stuff i love that too um but but octopath just knocking it out of the park like i just <laughs> every time i listen to it and so that's why i was like let me let me see if i can cover one of those songs so we'll we'll see what happens um but i just I love that game so much. It just, I knew, I, I was so looking forward to it because I knew that it would have really great music. Mm -hmm. um, the first one, it was like, like we talked about the case. Like, there's some things that were like, mm, not my favorite, but overall it was a great game. But I don't know how many times I kept realizing, man, that music was so good in that first one, you know? And so I thought, I was like, well, obviously they're probably going to do something similar for the second one. So um, I think, I think Square Enix might be your favorite publisher between octopath and yeah, overall yeah, Fantasy, yeah yeah and, that, and that's been you know since way back in the in the 90s that's that's been a thing um in, in general i would say if if i had to do the publisher thing i guess that would they make most of the games that i am interested in so oh that's cool so my last gdc related question like for someone who's on the fence about going to gdc what would be your pitch to them to say like hey you should definitely check this out only if it if it's not if it's like financially if it's something that like you're you're okay with if you're like man it's gonna be really tight if i do this i would say it's not worth it there there are other things smaller events that are two days that might be closer to you as well um for me it was a really long flight um that you can do and you can still meet a lot of people and get a lot of basic experience um you know, I, I didn't go and I, I didn't expect to, but I, I didn't go and come away with like 10 job offers. You know, it, it was like I met some really great people and, and had a great time. But, you know, I can't I can't really like directly financially just say this is exactly, you know, now I've made all my money back. You know, yeah. so I, I just say that as a warning because it is very expensive, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I mean, the other other thing was just to go and uh you know get the cheap expo pass or you can even just get a uh, like a one day expo pass um and there are so many people who are hanging out outside and there's like gatherings every night like i'm talking like 10 15 different ones um that you don't have to be a part of gdc to go to um you might pay like a 10 dollar cover so there are a lot of um kind of opportunities to to do that but um I mean, it's a great event if it makes sense for you. Um, I, I'm still kind of figuring it all out. Like, <laughs> you know, should I go again next year? Or should I wait? Or like, you know, um, but I just wanted to go and get the experience and and kind of have some experience to talk to other people about. Um, like, what makes sense? I had a great time. It's just, it's just <laughs> like, you know, it's like, should I pay that much as a composer? Should I pay that much money every year to have a great time? Um, yeah, I feel you. You know that that's the only thing if it was free i would go every year you know no <laughs> question you know it's it's just you know 
it's a it's a commitment in a way so but anyway yeah. but like i said there are a lot of smaller events i know i i was like sort of thinking about it but they were, they just had an event like vgm con i think mm -hmm. um i think it was in uh, to go exactly like ohio or somewhere like that like in, in the middle it was like a two-day event um and some really um you know uh, people with a lot of experience were there looked really cool um i think it was man you probably could have gotten away like a quarter of the price of gdc to go yeah. to that I, I guess that's what i encourage is like don't feel like gdc is the only thing you know mm -hmm. uh, there's tons of events somebody there was talking about an event in puerto rico that was really cheap Dang. That, was cool. that was a game event you know there's one in the uk there's one in uh germany there's just tons in the u.s so mm -hmm. For sure. And yeah, you're right. I mean, like you mentioned Germany, that's Gamescom. Um, PAX East was in Boston. Um, you got either PAX West later this year, I think will be in, um, I want to say Seattle, I want to say. You don't quote me on that, everyone. But like, yeah, I yeah, I want to say there's a lot of different events out there that you can kind of go to. And, and if one's closer to your region, and SF is also in a very expensive city to actually go to. So, you know, just kind of pick and choose what's best for your budget. Yeah, so, Andrew, before we go, I got one little quick exercise I want to do with you. It is pref a game of preferences, so to speak. So I'm going to hit you with some rapid-fire questions. I'm going to see what your preferences are, and then we'll kind of go from there. So here we go. Andrew, if you had to choose between playing The Last of Us or Final Fantasy VII Part Two, and the by The Last of Us, I mean Last of Us Part Three, you get to see the third and final part of that, sh that okay. chapter. And then, you know, you get to actually see the conclusion. Hopefully, this might be the conclusion of the Final Fantasy VII series. Which one would you choose? Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Whoa, no hesitation. As much as uh, as much as I, I did enjoy the last of us, I'm in general not a horror game uh, fan. Mm -hmm. It just I, I there were too many parts where I like kind of had to look away for a bit <laughs> so like it was just scary too scary you know like it's just i i much more enjoy uh the the soaring melodic music of final fantasy that's okay. what i grew up i gotcha i gotcha so if uh if a studio came to you uh, and they said hey andrew we want to we want to use you for a job but you have to come up you have to bring a unique instrument to play like an instrument we don't normally hear in video games what instrument would you bring to the table Man, I, I think right now I would go with the Native American flute. Oh, that's interesting. I, I, like I, I it, it is in a good bit of stuff, but at the same time, it's not. Um, I, I just love it. I really do. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. So what sequel would you love to be a part of if they if like a studio came to you and were like hey you get to choose any sequel to be a part of which one would you want to be a part of such a hard question yeah um, it is let's uh man uh you know final fantasy uh seven remake part three or like uh you know if they did an ori uh oh, that'd three, be good. you know let me i'll do that you know <laughs> like yeah. All right, all right. So, Ori three or Hollow Knight two? Which one are you looking forward to the most? Uh, probably Ori three. Ah, have you ever played Hollow Knight? I have not, I, honestly. So that's not really necessarily yeah question, but 
you need to check out Hollow Knight. I think okay. you'd like the art style, especially if you're an Ori fan. It, it has a kind of, it's a little darker, but it very, very similar vibes as far as like the way they, the light, the way they do lighting and the way they do the art style is kind of similar. Not, you know, apples to apples similar. Yeah, but yeah like, it's got its own theme. But yeah, yeah, very, very similar theme there. And then my last one, you only get to play one console, like one console path for the rest of your life. Which one would you pick? Would it be PlayStation still? Man, um, I, I guess so because in general they they have, yeah they they have most of the RPGs are available on that's that's what I like the most and then they also have their their more like adventure game yeah thing and then you do. also get your Square exclusives there yeah yeah yeah. So. yeah that's a good choice Andrew before we go though where can the good people find you. Sure, I am on Twitter at Andrew Goodwin, Andrew G Composer. <laughs> right? They're different because they wouldn't fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Instagram at Andrew Goodwin Composer. Um, I'm on there a lot, just nerding out about music stuff or games. So, um, I keep up with a lot of people that I've been able to meet at the different events. So. All right, Andrew. When when can we get like a a, a post that says I finished Octopath Traveler on on oh, Twitter or Instagram? Uh, maybe in a month or two. It just depends if I you know just uh, if I get really busy with projects, then that might be next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's kind of how that works. It's you know you time time occurs, but I'm I am uh, pushing pretty hard through it right now. I've been really digging into it. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Andrew, thank you so much for being on the show today, man. It's always great having you. Thank you very much for having me, Sebastian. It's great. All right, Andrew. Until next time, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to catch Andrew on his socials. All those will be linked on the description of this episode. But next time, stay safe, stay gaming, and we'll catch you next time. Peace, everyone. So that's a wrap for today's episode. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Andrew Goodwin for being on the show today. I also want to let you know about the single player experience discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!